Good morning, everybody. Tanner here with Tanner Five for NFL on Twitter. Welcome to the NFL Rumors Podcast, episode 11. Got a lot to talk about today. We're joined here by the very famous NFL Rumors Twitter account owner. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining. And uh, once again, thanks for letting me host your podcast. Hey, no problem, Tanner. It's my pleasure having you as the host. Uh, good morning. Uh, yeah, a lot of news to talk about this morning. A lot of uh, a lot of things going on. Uh, a really sad week in the NFL, uh, but has some bright spots as well. Um, yep. Yep. And uh, we'll probably get right into it. We didn't have no Thursday night game. Uh, this was That's the true. first Thursday yeah. night game in a while we didn't have. Um, so uh, one of the biggest things that we or covering this week and mm-hmm. sadly is was the Demar Hamlin situation on Monday night. Uh T. Higgins and him collided, which of course it wasn't T. Higgins' fault at all. And but you know, when they collided, um uh he was hitting the chest there and um you know he he ended up um had going into cardiac arrest there on the field. Yeah. And uh had to have uh, CPR done. Um, you, it, it, a couple of times, uh, to my understanding, he didn't have a pulse. Yeah, they say he was uh, basically not breathing for like nine minutes, which is insane. It's an insanely long time. They, uh, the doctor said that the Bills staff member uh, saved his life. Yeah, right. So big shout out, first of all, to Danny Kellington, a real life hero for sure. Uh, he performed CPR on DeMar Hamlin, uh, and even the doctor said it was crucial to saving his life yesterday. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it it was. And the thing is, it's like it's a horrible situation, but you got to remember that these first responders and healthcare workers see these things and experience these things every single day, and uh, they deserve a round of applause. Because, um, right. you know, not trying to take away any importance from what has happened this week, but like, you know, I, I'm happy the NFL and NFLPA are providing whatever is needed for these players and the team members and faculty, all of them to to get through this. But I think it's important that people in public receive the 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 care they need as well. I think this is could and should be a wake up call for everyone. Kind of like all healthcare workers, first responders deserve you know, some kind of treatment plans in case they need to talk about things that they experience. And uh, it's just horrible all the way around. Uh, Mikey Saints fan for life says, hello. Thank you so much for joining this morning. Hello. Uh, Yeah. And uh, yeah. And like when you, when you look at this situation, um, I think, you know, uh, it was a a really rough, it was a tight for a while. Uh, Definitely a lot of prayers went up and, uh, you know, uh, at that point, um, you know, a lot of people praying for DeMar, uh, also the doctors there, uh, he- helping them, uh, the nurses, they're being around the clock for his care, you know, uh, you know, and then yesterday we had the good news of, you know, he were, was able to open his eyes and he had been grasping some family members' hands, which is great. Mm-hmm. That means you got neurological development. Uh, they're still intact and uh so um that was great and you know he's still going to be a long recovery to, for tomorrow 
and uh but you know that's some great signs of what's going on with them we're really really happy that that happened it's just a tragic thing first time we ever seen that happen um you know yeah that's like a i think the way he was hit in the chest which is nobody's fault uh Mm -hmm. but that i want to say i saw this thing on i don't know how accurate it is it was like a one in was it two million chance that could even happen like it just hit him in the right spot and just caused his heart to just stop yeah well i think if i'm not mistaken i'm not a doctor or anything for sure but me either yeah but i would think that you know if you take a big hit to the chest like even people that get in car wrecks and things like that i think it can kind of throw your heart out of rhythm to make it stop too because he did get up if you think about it like he did get up and you know, that might have could have been what happened. Like it threw yeah. stuff out of rhythm and then it stopped. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's I don't horrible, know that. Horrible don't situation, know that though, all the way around. Yeah, um, de- definitely. Definitely. But he still has a long road of recovery because um, we really don't know much about his process right now and how much he's healing. Uh, I mean, the good news is, is that he, I get, you know, woke up and, was responding but there's still a long ways to go yeah definitely and one of the things you know just to talk about uh from my understanding he was uh he's a really outstanding young man and mm-hmm. uh you know he was given into the community like he's doing toy drives and things like that and we we kind of threw that out there that you know honestly i mean he is one of the least paid players on the bills really i mean thinking about that not saying nothing negative of course but like you, you he made nine hundred eighty thousand. but what i made done that to make that point is like he was doing big things even though he was one of the least paid players in the nfl for charity oh yeah 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 and so that that needs to be commended right i mean mm-hmm. he he i mean he ain't making tons of like other people are making right and, and one of the things right now is like what's great and, and i'm so happy that it's happening um he's his charity now is over what seven and a half million dollars raised right right yeah the last time i checked it was over seven million dollars and uh you know, uh, they definitely, you know, I want to take a moment to like and kind of shout out a few of these people because, you know, that's deserving. I feel that they have, uh, you know, showed that charity themselves mm-hmm. and been able to, uh, you know, give. And uh, the last time I checked, and so I haven't looked at it this morning. So uh, the last time I checked, these were some of the ones uh, Jim Ursay had gave the most. Then the rest of these have gave over $2,500. That's Patrick Robert Kraft, the owner. Yeah. Matthew Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Devontae Adams, Andy Dalton, Shannon Sharp, Wink Martindale, and Josh McDaniels. These were all people that gave over $2,500. And a couple of other people that I want to give a shout out to, like not NFL guys, but I seen words Chris Jericho. The AEW star. Yeah, yeah. He he gave I think a couple thousand dollars as well. Chris Jericho, he was uh, in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember playing SmackDown versus Raw 2004, and Chris Jericho was one of the guys in there. He's been around a while. Yeah, That's a big yeah. name. Oh yeah, definitely. So uh, you know, big shout out to those guys are doing it, and uh, 
you know, uh, one of the things that I suggest that I think uh, I would love to see, honestly, is I'd love to see everybody, um, the NFL with Roger Goodell. And I know a lot of people had like at the commission on this uh, with the mm-hmm. suggestion that we put out there was putting a number three blue on all the helmets. Just, you know, and then if DeMar has uh, got the TV on watching NFL this week, he could see that everybody was thinking about it. Yeah. That'd yeah. be great, actually. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I think it would, too. I think it would, too. Then, you know, you broke some news last night we want to talk about uh, is Peyton Hillis, you know, was yep. at the ocean with his family. And uh, I'll let you talk a little bit more about it in just a second. But he, uh, uh, suppose, you know, it seemed, you know, was now in critical care with some lung damage, what we hear, and uh, that you broke, uh, that he uh, saved his uh, family's life in the ocean. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that. A little bit. Yeah, so Peyton Hillis, former, you know, I'm, I'm in Arkansas and really – Always loved Peyton Hillis. Uh, he played with Darren McFadden, Felix Jones, one of the most fearsome running back trios I've ever seen in football history there. Uh, but uh, I guess he was, I want to say, in uh, Mississippi. And um, I guess just his family's at the ocean or something. And, and Cause they didn't say it was like a pool or anything from what I heard it was, it was the ocean and mm-hmm. his kids were, I don't know how, <clears throat> how maybe just out too far or something and just were drowning and he saved their lives. But now he's in critical care. Um, they say he's got some lung issues and some kidney d- damage, but I did see where his, his uncle, I believe took to Facebook and cleared some speculations that, you know, it may not be, they say he's getting better. Um, and that Peyton would have, appreciate all the prayers and everything. Um, but they say he's, he's getting better. They just wanted to clear any speculation that he may be not doing so hot right now. That's good. Um, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the good news. Um, hopefully he recovers fully from that and, you know, he saved his kids lives. He put himself first and that's really, really cool. Yeah. Just think about it. Two big heroes this week. Uh, the Bills trainer, Danny Tellington, mm-hmm. and then we got Peyton Hillis saving his kids life so uh the interesting and then we got blaine gabbert right like a week ago oh my gosh yeah we got blaine gabbert like he was a jet skim with his brothers uh over it was over the holiday and uh the a boat happened right like a boat wreck mm-hmm. and he he actually wrecked out and uh you know they got the people the help they needed right and uh, he he kind of you know, they, it, to my understanding, he helped, uh, you know, kind of uh, put one of them on jet ski that wasn't injured. And really, uh, yeah, so it was uh, great stuff, right? Like, you know, um, some lot, a lot of good things, like a lot of negative things come up with the NFL players a lot sometimes. Man, people report those, but definitely we need to report all these good things that happen. Too, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? like, Blaine Gabbert helping save lives as well. It's just been a crazy like start to the new year, to be honest. Um, it has, yeah. And and happy it's New Year's to everyone, by the way. I don't know. I think our last podcast was what right yeah, before, right before. Yeah. right before New Year's. So uh, so happy New Year's to everybody. Uh, we want to cover some things, you know, as we talk about 
everything going on in the NFL right now, this is a nice transition into what the NFL has proposed, I guess. And I think they're voting on it today is like all these AFC potential matchups for the championship. Let's get into that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, to to my understanding, um, let me uh, let me pull up the, uh, the all the scenarios. Thing. Yeah, they have yeah. like three different scenarios of a potential AFC championship. Um, I know that they're talking about having a neutral site, so no one's going to have a home adv- home field advantage because they are calling the Bills Bengals game uh, a no contest. Like it, it's not being played. It's not a draw. It's not a tie. It's just not being, you know, it's not being marked down. Right. As far like, as I know. Like last night, they gave a ton of different scenarios where, like, they will play at a neutral site, you know. And, but one of the scenarios that I think Bengals fans were upset about is the fact that the Bengals uh, and Ravens, if they had to play a wild card game, mm hmm. Uh, you know, I think that was one of the, the biggest things. Like, it's the scenario one. I'm just going to read you the couple scenarios yeah. from last night. Uh, Buffalo and Kansas City both win or both tie. Buffalo mm-hmm. uh, versus Kansas City Championship will be at a neutral site. Yeah, that sounds... Scenario two, Buffalo and Kansas City both lose, and Baltimore wins or ties. Buffalo versus Kansas City Championship will be at a neutral site. Hmm. Uh, scenario three, Buffalo and Kansas City both lose a Cincinnati wins. A Buffalo or Cincinnati versus Kansas City championship game will be at a neutral site. So in essence, <clears throat> that was, I mean, this game seems like it's going to be at a neutral site for the AFC championship. Yeah, it seems that way. Uh, and I <laughs> I don't know how they rule all these things because in all the scenarios, it gets so complicated in my head. Like I can't keep up with all that. So I just got to trust what they're saying. Right. Uh, well, know, like the wins and losses and all that stuff. Right. It seems like, you know, with, with everything, a lot of Cincinnati fans were not happy. I seen a lot of people that follow the account, you know, had replied with some things about not being happy with how, how it uh, was going because I think it was like Cincinnati, the way it set up, uh, Cincinnati next year would get like a tough schedule. You know what I mean, and uh, it is well. I think that is one of one of those things. Is uh, you know, I think this was what I was reading. It says as we consider the football schedule, our principles have been to limit disruption across the league and minimize competitive inequities. Goodell said, "I recognize that there is no perfect situation." Uh, but the proposal we are asking the ownership to consider, however, must address the most significant potential uh, equitable issues created by uh, the difficult uh, but necessary decision. Yeah. So there are a lot of things about (laughs) to happen, you know what I mean, today. Do you see that? Somebody posted, who was it? Was it Joe Mixon last night posted like the actual rule book saying like if a game is canceled, then it should go. Then something goes to the person with the highest overall record or I don't know. But he had a tweet out there and he's like, so the NFL is just not following their own rules. And I'm sure there's more to it than that. But I don't really know. And I think it makes sense because it. I think it was Bengals Joe Mixon. 
it was maybe something that didn't favor the Bengals and he like looked up the rules. I don't know if you saw that or not, but no, I, I never did see that one, but mm. they, I mean, I just think Bengal fans are the reason that they're kind of upset a little bit. Yeah. They felt that, you know, and honestly, I'm just taking this from a Bengals fan that, uh, that message does, you know, his opinion, right? Yeah. He said a lot of the fan base were, you know, they were right there with Demar, you know, uh, Hamlin, they were like, very supportive and, you know, they're continue to be supportive, right. With them. And, uh, you know, but they feel that, you know, doing everything that they did and doing, you know, being one of the best fan base. And I agree that was one of the best fan base games for an opponent of what happened that mm -hmm. I ever seen. Right. And they was like, it feels like we're, you know, now we're getting a negative, you know, a shaft. Because, you know, even though that, you know, we feel that we did everything right and we're still going to do everything right and still, uh, you know, support DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, it's just, it gets so complicated. And especially something like this, like we said, has never happened before. It just, I, I don't really. It's going to be tough. No matter what happens, is it going to be fair? No. Let's just be honest, right? Mm -hmm. It's not going to be fair, right? I mean, it's never, it, not 100% of the people are going to agree that this is going to be fair, right? Never. That's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to make the best of a real, real bad situation, right? And I know it's a tough decision, honestly, right? It's a real hard decision to come up with this, right? Yeah. And But, you know, they're... They're trying to make it because remember you got these other teams, even though they're supporting and they're they you know what happened to Lamar, uh, they're they're supporting that and they're they're pulling for the young man. Now they're going into that business mode a little bit too, where they they're trying to you know now they got to make a decision what's fair. Oh yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta understand these NFLs probably doing everything they can right now. I mean, so people just got to be patient and just know that this is a situation that's got to be worked through. Um, right. I actually thought they might replay this. You know what I thought might happen? Like, this was just my thought. Uh, I actually thought that what they would do, they would play this next week out, right? Mm -hmm. Push the playoffs back a week, okay? Just push the playoff back a week. I know it's not great to do that, right? And let the Bengals and the Bills play that game. I don't know. But then I think I think because that Bengals Bills game, you know, had such effects to it and things going on and everything of that nature with everything going on. Mm -hmm. I understand why that didn't happen, right? You know what yeah. but, but you know it's a... Uh, you know, I mean, like they said, you know, they're looking at all the situation. It seems that no matter what's going to happen, it's going to be played at a neutral field when they get in the playoffs. I think so. I think that's the only fair way. Like I said, the NFL is probably, I mean, you got to think, man, there's probably a whole team of people trying to work out every situation possible and every calculation possible to make this as fair as it can get. Well, yeah, I mean, definitely. And, uh, you know, that's something that, you know, we're monitoring and we're looking at uh, with, with that. So something to keep keep in mind. I want to go to some of the rumors now. All right, um, let's go. 
yep, we'll go to some of the rumors that's kind of happening this week. And uh, we want to start out uh, by, uh, we'll start out with a bunt. We got a, quite a few. Um, okay. AJ, AJ Green has, is undecided whether he's going to play next season. AJ Green's getting up there in age for sure. Oh, yeah. You know, he's had a tough year this year. Last year he had a pretty good year. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what what happens there. Uh, you got J.J. Watt, who's retiring from the Cardinals. Cardinals looks like they're going to go to a major overhaul here in the offseason. So A.J. Green is uh, thinking about what he's going to do. Um, another one for Mary Cabot uh, is that J.D. Van Clowney will – probably not return to the Browns next season. He I said saw that. He's like he a said, 95% yeah. chance he said he's not going to return. Right. So pretty much, you know, he's not returning, right? Let's just be <laughs> yeah. But when one of the things he called out was, you know, he wanted people to back him, right? Like mm-hmm. people to back, in essence, back him as a player, back his, uh, you know, play and everything. J.D. Von Clowley has a lot of talent, right? Now he's not being – like, there have been times where he's been great. There have been times where he's been average, right? And yeah. But, you know, uh, it seems like there's a little little discard there with the coaching staff there. So I saw something. He's like, he didn't like the matchups that they were assigning him to. Mm-hmm. He played uh, defensive tackle a lot, too. Like, they put him in that playing defensive tackle a bunch. Uh-huh. And I, I don't think that is his strong suit, in my opinion. Yep. So that that's uh that's another one that we're monitoring. Um, the uh one uh, Jim Harbaugh had told multiple people. Uh, I know he's be, he's always in the news in the offseason. Jim Harbaugh will always be there, you know, when it comes to it. But he said that he sees himself playing for Michigan. He can't predict the future, but he sees himself coaching for Mich- Michigan next season, which. Listen, he's not going to leave Michigan, though, unless it's the perfect situation. You know, really perfect well, for him. It's going to be perfect. He's going to get offers from Broncos, Colts, at least. At least two mm-hmm. teams he's going to get offers from. And that's actually a huge rumor right now because aren't they – it was a report by The Athletic that now Michigan's, like, under investigation for something. That could be huge right there. Right. They got – they said they're minor violations – but, yeah, but they yeah they they post to come out with those today. I, I heard, and you know that's going to be seeing what happens with Jim Harbaugh. Something happens where they're they it's suspending where they can limit the recruits. Mm. Right, that could open up some things. Now, two of the teams that's mentioned in rumors for Jim Harbaugh right now. Yeah, before this came out was. Uh, one of the big ones was the the Colts, uh, the Broncos uh, was two. The Cardinals was mentioned in passing as well. I don't think he would go to the Cardinals. To be honest, the reason why is I, you know, they Kyler Murray probably won't come back into the middle of next season. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I think he'll be looking at that. The Colts, um, definitely, or somebody he could probably look at and they got a they got some things that he could work with but they would have to get a quarterback right uh if he chose the broncos he'd get russell wilson to see if he could you know do some things with him with the running game 
they got a really good running back there, uh, really good defense. Uh, so that would be very, uh, I think, Jim Harbaugh. One of the things that nobody's really talking about right now is John uh, Elway. Right. John Elway played at Stanford, mm-hmm. goes to Stanford games, and has a close tie with Jim Harbaugh. Okay, so he mm-hmm. and and he and he wanted Jim Harbaugh before to be the coach. So that was when he had a lot more say in that organization, right? Yeah. Yeah, but like they could use him as a recruiting piece if they really wanted Jim Harbaugh. You know what I mean? They could use John Elway there. And wasn't the the defensive coordinator right now for the Broncos, wasn't he working under Harbaugh at one point? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'd have to I had to check to make sure. But uh yeah, he's a he's somebody that I think will get an interview for the job. Uh because he's done such a good job with the defense. Yeah. A lot of people will talk just... about Sean Payton Tanner uh to the Broncos, but I'm gonna tell you why it won't happen. Right. Why's that? Is because of Vic Fangio. Right. So Vic Fangio coached the Broncos, was fired, and he has already told all people around him that Vic Fangio will be his DC. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about this the the last episode, didn't we? Yep. And so he – listen, I I think Sean Payton will go somewhere else, right? I don't think he'll take a chance on losing Vic Fangio as a DC, right? And if he he goes to the Broncos, he's going to have to pick somebody else. Because he's not going to go with them, right? Uh, but the Sean Payton, it, listen, the Chargers is still to me. I know the Chargers. It really helped the Chargers head coach the last few weeks what he did. But I, I just happen to think the Chargers are still the best fit. You know, uh, because you're going to bring in Sean Payton, somebody who worked with Justin Herbert. Not only that, you're going to replace your head coach currently with almost a head coach on defense in Vic Fangio. So, man. Yeah, I think that no matter what uh, – what's the Brandon Staley, I think he needs to be gone regardless of what happens. But sadly, I think them making the playoffs may have just saved him, but I still think that's the wrong call. Right. One of the other uh, places that Sean Payton has talked about wanting to go, the Cowboys, I don't think that would happen unless there is a big, like, breakdown in the Cowboys. You know what I mean? Like, if they Mm -hmm. were, like, pretty much went to the playoffs, maybe got embarrassed. Right? Yeah. Or something like that. Or, you know, they lost the game, you know, or they were one and out. You know, then I guess they could consider that. Uh, the other team is the Cardinals. That has got a legit thing, right? Like, Sean Payton has proven he he can fix the quarterback for a while. Kyler Murray's out for a while. He can put, he can, he can fix the quarterback good enough to where he can, uh, you know, wait for Kyler Murray to come back, right? Yeah, he could. Yep. So, I think when you look at that, I really believe that uh, – you know, those are really the top landing spots for him unless something changes. One of the things about Harbaugh, going back to him real quick, Tanner, is he he did not have an interview. They wanted to make this clear. 
He didn't have an interview with Dave Tepper of the Panthers. But he Dave Tepper said he did talk to Jim Harbaugh about the coaching position. Mm -hmm. okay. So that will be something to just monitor, right? Something to something to look at and uh because uh Panthers are stacked on defense. They're really a quarterback away from being a playoff team, right? And, you think that's uh, all the Panthers would need? Yeah, yeah, because they got a – I mean, as long as they could sign the running back back, he had a really good season, De Deontay Foreman. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he they, has been good. Yeah, they got they got weapons there already for the Panthers on the wide receiver side. They could maybe add another skill player, right? And uh, they, they add a quarterback, and then they go in and they got one of the best defenses already in the NFL. So – you know, I mean, they're they're not that far as people think away. You know what I mean? I I think that's uh, you. I think that's something to just to keep a, a keep a look out there. Um, some more uh, rumors that we had mm -hmm. was um, they said look for James Washington maybe to land on a a team coming up. He was released by the Cowboys. Yes, he was. Yep. So he might he might be landing on a team soon. Another one we had was Mar Marcus Mariota. This was reported by the Athletic. Uh, before the injury situation, uh, a lot of people said, hey, you know, he was injured. But it seems before the injury situation, he was ready to walk away from his team anyway. Right? When he got benched for Desmond Ryder. Yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on with all that. Like, did he really step away from the team? That I mean, he stepped away because his wife, a couple of things. His wife had a baby, which is understandable. He stepped away for a little bit. And then uh, not only did his wife have a baby, but then he had this injury that he had, and he went ahead and had the surgery, but he played with the injury already through the season already, right? He'd already been playing through the injury. And I think what the Falcons really thought about it was – so why did you go ahead and have the surgery and just step away from the team? Well, I mean, why why are we just waiting, not waiting just to the end of the year and do it? Yeah, like he's right. kind of just using it as an excuse at this point. Well, I mean, that's, that's what the speculation is, and a lot of people is reporting it. it says uh, uh, I think it was a um, – looks like one of the – an agent tells the athletic that a lot of people thinks that is that Marcus Mariota quit on his team. So, so what do you think? Was he a one-year deal or is this, was he on a two-year deal right now? I thought it was a two, but I'm going to have to check to make sure. Yeah. I yeah, thought um, maybe a two-year as well. Yeah. I mean, he could definitely be looking at a release, right? I mean, you could definitely be looking at a release for him in the off season. And, uh, you know, it definitely, I, I, I don't see him at all coming back as the coach, you know, coming back as any to do with the team. You know, I don't, I don't, see not that. with the Falcons. No, um, it could like, hurt him too, adding to another team, you know, what's that? It could really hurt him as well. Going to another team. Like in the like if in the off season, it could hurt uh, somebody kept wanting to sign him like as a backup or something like that. Like if they felt like he quit on his team. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean it's like a 
why would you take a chance on a guy who's going to quit on us kind of thing? Right. And another thing that we got, Zach Wilson, Robert Sala said he needed to get away from the game a little bit to clear his head. A lot of people took it a lot of different ways, you know, like, hey, yeah. you know, Zach Wilson, is he, you know, the guy, the GM of the Jets said that they don't have no plans in trading them. So, you know, that seems like that's not going to happen. Uh, I think I think what he meant was he's very young, right, Zach Wilson, and maybe, maybe he just needs some time to kind of get away, clear his head a little bit, and then come back next season. Here, Listen, here's what I'm telling you about Robert Sala and this whole Zach Wilson situation. This guy is going to get himself fired by standing by Zach Wilson for too long. If he's not careful, he's going to get himself gone real fast. Jets like, me, the Jets media, they, uh, they're, they're, they're pretty done rough. Zach. They're pretty rough in New York, right? So that is uh, something. And something that, you know, we'll, we'll dive into that was talking about Jimmy G- Garoppolo, right? So Jimmy Garoppolo is reported by Fox Sports that, and we all know this already as well, that he set himself up with a great contract for next season, right? You know, no matter what, he's going to set himself up. Yeah. Some, some of the teams that they reported that, are supposed to get in a bargaining war for Jimmy G are the Dolphins, which makes a lot of sense because you got Mike McDaniel who worked with the 49ers. He he can put them in the offense. You like it, and he can be an insurance policy for Tua, right? Yeah. Or we, yeah. Tua is a situation that everybody's monitoring and see because he took a lot of licks early on. You know what I mean? So we'll have to see what happens there. The Jets, definitely. The Jets that we just talked about is plug and play, mm-hmm. right? It's the same offense as the Dolphins. So he's got, you know, this could be where Robert Sala could add him, sell somebody for a leader for the locker room. They've already got Garrett Wilson, who leads all rookies in receiving. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he's he could actually turn star. Elijah back around. You got that they, they've kind of like, Shed it down where, you know, they barely throw the guy the ball, Elijah Moore. Uh, <laughs> it's so so much that he requested a trade in his second season, and of yeah. course they didn't approve he, that. He could change that, you know. What I mean, he could change that and get him the ball with Garrett Wilson. So I think that's something to look at. Panthers, right? We just talked about them. They the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, that the Panthers. You know, you add Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I think he would be a really good fit because he, you know, you're throwing the ball to DJ Moore, you're throwing the ball uh, to a lot of their. They got some young receivers that he could open the game up with. Uh, mm-hmm. They got Foreman, the running back. You know, they got a decent offensive line. Uh, you know, he's got a good defense. It seems like a good fit for Jimmy there. It makes sense. There's a lot of connections there, and I mean, gosh, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, the commanders. A lot of people's iffy about him there, but honestly, the Ooh, commanders. No the commanders would be a team that are probably looking for a quarterback, and you could, if you're talking about that, you could like have Jimmy not only be the starter but mentor their young quarterback there. Yeah, I just there's a lot going on with the commanders as well. Um, yep, I don't know. 
Yeah, and I'm actually kind of excited to see how Sam Howell does this week, to be honest yeah, with you. me too. Yeah, did you hear uh, their quarterback actually, we tweeted out this week, their quarter, the quarterback, they were going to go. Taylor, Taylor Heineke, and he said, hey, I, I think that Sam Howell deserves a shot to start and, and play exactly. the full game. Yeah, and he was going to be the starter, actually. Like, mm-hmm. Sam Howell wasn't going to be the starter. No, it was going to be Taylor Heineke all the way. Yep. So I think that was really cool of him, like really humble guy. So big, he seems big like guy. it, and and I don't doubt that he wants to play because I know Taylor Heineke wants to play. It's just he wants to win. <laughs> so yeah. I think he's but doing what it takes. Another thing too, though, if you think about it, he mm-hmm. wants to be. Uh, you know, I think when you're you're looking at that, he's been in the situation of Sam Howell, right? Like he's yeah. like not getting a chance, right? And yeah, so he, you know, he probably is very open to knowing how that feels. So that is uh, something to get the Texans. I know a lot of people like clown on this a little bit, but listen, mm-hmm. this is you got the general manager who drafted Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, right. But listen, this is the thing. Uh, they they're going to still draft probably their quarterback right from out. They're going to draft Bryce Young. Right, they're still going to draft them. More than but, likely. Yeah, So, but you can put Jimmy in as the starter and watch him how a pro handles things and then, you know, let him do that for a year and then hand it to him. Right? You know, yeah. and, and I think that's a possibility. Raiders are a big one. I think the Raiders myself go after Tom Brady. Right. I think the Raiders are going after Tom Brady. Right? You think Brady's going to come back another year? Yes. I think Raiders are very tempting for him to come play Josh for Josh McDaniel. Right. And I think that that's who the Raiders go after is Tom Brady. Right. But mm-hmm. I think Jimmy Garoppolo will be an excellent backup plan if you don't get Tom Brady. You know what I mean? And, you know, being like, hey, Jimmy, we got Devontae Adams here, right? But hey, let's talk about what we saw from Jarrett Stidham. He done good, man. Dude, like, was the prop the problem in Vegas was Derek Carr? Is that already proven after that performance? I don't know. Like one game, don't prove it for me. Like I'm a Derek Carr fan, uh, but you know what I'm saying. I'm saying Derek Carr has had some miscues as well. Uh, you know for sure. But, uh, you know, Jared Stenham did show that, you know, that first game. And what what's so impressive about Jared Stenham in that game? It was against the 49ers. The only person, Dude, yes, the only person to do that so far against the 49ers is somebody named Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, right. Right. So, you know, when you're looking at that, like Raiders, Jared Stenham done well. But think yep. about it. I'm going to add Tom Brady to the mix. Hey, Jared, you know, you're young. You can develop. You know, let's watch Tom Brady a year, right? And learn, keep on learning from him. And then, you know, then hand this over to you. I mean, you, you couldn't say no. No. Like, you couldn't. No. Uh, like, hey, uh, we're going to sign Tom Brady. You're basically going to sit. Or do I mean you have no choice? <laughs> if you sign Tom Brady, he's starting. And, and do you think that Tom Brady's going to come back another year? Yes, I think Tom Brady will come back, and I do think that the I do think wow. the Ra- I do think the Raiders are are the team. You That's know I mean? awesome, man. 
That's yep. a take, man. Yeah, I think the Raiders are the team, right? I do, really do. I think the wow. Raiders are the team. You think they have what it takes? So you think they're a quarterback away? Yes, because what the thing about it is Tom Brady knows Josh McDaniel's offense. That's a huge fit right there. You know, you're not going to have to teach nobody uh, the offense or anything like that. You got Devontae Adams. You might mm -hmm. add another weapon, right? Hey, you know, who knows that they might go to a double tight end set, Darren Waller and Rob Gronkowski. You know what I mean? No, nah, he ain't coming back, bro. He's retired twice. Hey, you know what he said? Listen, he said he's not closing the door on 23. He never said that. Yeah, he did. No. He said he's not closing the door on 2023. When did he say that? Uh, so a couple weeks ago. So he's open for 2023. He's done. Listen, if Tom Brady comes to him and says, hey, I'm going to the Raiders in Vegas, Vegas, Grunt, come on, man, Vegas? What Vegas? <laughs> Vegas is no good. They're just going to get in trouble. Yeah, but like, the only thing that happens there is trouble. It could, but, man, think about it. Like, you had Rob Gronkowski and you had Tom Brady and you put them with Darren Waller and Devontae Adams. Dude, you got a pretty good team. Get him some help on the offensive line. They I don't think I. You guys are hearing it here first, okay? You are hearing it here right now. NFL rumors thinks he sees Tom Brady possibly going to the Raiders. I'm saying ain't no way. I mean, I here's okay. Hang on, I'm sorry. You think that they're at least a quarterback away? I think they're way more than a quarterback away even with josh mcdaniels and the history that they he has with tom brady that team would not be a winning team they might have a winning record but they are not a super bowl threat in my opinion even if they had a quarterback like tom brady i think that definitely they could use to add some pieces don't get me wrong like on the defense mm -hmm. especially but offensively I think that they would be very hard to beat. You got to think you got Josh Jacobs who leads the NFL in rushing, right? Yeah. Not only you got Josh Jacobs, you're going to have Devontae Adams. You're going to have Darren Waller. You're going to have possibly you add another wide receiver to the mix, right? And, and, and go in there and, you know, man, Tom Brady can recruit people for low salary. Trust me. Yeah, right. I know. I know. I just, so, I think it could happen, man. I think it. I think Tom Brady uh, could happen, you know. And uh, but I want to move on because I know yeah, it's yeah. exciting for the Raider fans to possibly get Tom Brady. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I do think it could happen though. Uh, the Colts, uh, Colts mm -hmm. need a quarterback. Hearing they're very, 100%. very high. On the Kentucky quarterback, Will he Lee does look. He does look good. Yep, hearing that they're very high on him. Um, the other part of uh, things is with the Colts. Um, they definitely need somebody other than Jeff Saturday, right? Is you know because I. I mean, I, I like Jeff Saturday. He's a great player, man. He's a really great player, and you know, <laughs> I, he he leads. You know what? He's changed some of the dynamic in the locker room, which is not good on Frank Wright's behalf, right? Right. You know, but they need somebody that is a somebody of experience, coaching experience to come in there, right, and and do his thing. Uh, 
Hey, the sorry, real quick. Buffalo Bills just tweeted. Uh, per the first, per the uh, physicians at UCMC, Demar Hamlin's breathing tube was removed overnight. He continues to progress remarkably in his recovery. His neurologic function remains intact. He has been able to talk to his family and care team. Awesome. Huge update. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you there. That's amazing. Amazing. You hear here you heard it here uh with Tanner, uh Demar Hamlin update, amazing update. You know, thank everybody for their prayers, their hard work with Demar. But you heard it right here that the, the breathing tube is out. He gets to talk to his family. What God. a miracle. He went from miracle, literally man. not being able to breathe on his own to only relying on 50% oxygen from the breathing machine to having his breathing tube rem- removed and breathing on his own and now talking. Yesterday he was writing. Now he's talking. This is progress. This is great news, guys. Great news, great news. And, and you know what? I love just having the news here because I'm I'm a big DeMar Hamlin fan and everything that he's doing, uh, you know, done – and uh you know definitely pulling for the young man praying for the young man uh you know i think uh definitely uh man you know only thing you say is god is good god is good god i can't imagine going through this he's 24 i am 24 years old and my me and my parents were watching that game together and they saw we all saw him go down and my mom was like i couldn't imagine if that was if that was you, Tanner. And I was like, I know I, you know, this, this poor, this poor young man, his poor family. But I mean, this is what prayer can do. And yeah, God is good. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Prayer is an amazing thing for sure. Uh, well, you know, look, looking at, you know, that's great news. I mean, there's nothing going to trump what we're going to say with that. You know, I mean? <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I, you know that that's excellent news. Uh, I'll get back into just Saturday just for a moment. Uh, big news on that is K. I mean, K. Kevon Thibodeau took a lot of heat. <laughs> he yeah, said, he I did. Oh my I don't gosh. know who Jeff Saturday is. I don't know who he is. Are yeah, you he is. He's, the, he's the coach. You know, I mean, you know who he is. He just was at the heat of the moment. He he said that because. You know, they were well, he knows who, here's the yeah. thing. He knows who Jeff Saturday is. He knows he's a Hall of Famer. He has to know. He's a defensive lineman slash what linebacker. Like, dude, he knows who Jeff Saturday is. He knows he's a Hall of Famer. He just doesn't care. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah, that would have been the better statement. It's like, I, I, I mean, honestly, I don't care what he thinks. That you know, yeah. I, I might have been what I would have said, right? Is I don't really care what he thinks. Well, that's what he is saying. Like, <laughs> hey, listen, he just I don't care that, how it comes off. Hey, listen, Tanner, I've had <laughs> haters come at me before as well, you know, for different things, and I yeah. actually don't care what they think either. I'm gonna keep on doing my thing, yeah, right? You know, what I mean, I mean, that's what I would have said if I was him, right? And uh, they <laughs> that's exactly I would have just said, Oh, hey. breaking news again. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Mike White, Jets quarterback, ruled out with his ribs injury, Joe Flacco now starting. Zach Wilson, number two. Joe Flacco playing in the last game. Dude, I swear. They can't make up their mind at quarterback. It's like Joe Flacco inactive for a couple weeks or third-string quarterback. And and it's just back and forth, dude. They can't. I I like Mike White and what I've seen from him, but I think Joe Flacco is totally capable of handling this. Yeah, I do too. I think Joe Flacco, like, I'm – 
If I'm Joe Flacco, I'm not going to lie, man. If I'm Joe Flacco, I'm I'm kind of not happy. Like, I'm I know pissed. I want to play, but I've, I've been benched for a few weeks. And he's been a good soldier, I'll be honest. He You've really not has. heard anything in the media about him like, hey, total uh, release me or whatever. You know what I mean? And let me get on a team to back up like somebody. Like, for example, hey, let me get on a team and back up Brock Purdy. Yeah. Yeah, like, you can get me a chance to win a Super Bowl. Well, Flacco's a guy right now who could be starting. Like, you know, I kind of see him right now as a game manager quarterback, kind of in the Garoppolo tier a bit. But he hasn't said anything. Like, I'm sure he's frustrated. But he knows his role right now, and he's accepted it, and he's being a leader on the Jets. I mean, he's been a total professional about all this. Definitely, definitely. So, you know, that that was some of the the big rumors that we got. Guys, you need to definitely tune in to me and Tanner here in the offseason. I'm going to have a newsletter that's going to be coming out and breaking down each team's free agent soon. And well, I'm that'd going, be great. Yep, and we're going to have that coming out, and we're going to be talking about it on the podcast as well. Uh, remember, you can tune into the podcast on Apple, uh, you know, or anywhere that really that you listen to podcasts. That right, like Apple, you can listen to here on YouTube. And watch. We're, he, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on the Android Podcast app. We're on, I believe, iHeartRadio uh, and some other little small ones. I think like Stitcher or Pocket something. We're on all the audio platforms, guys. You can find us anywhere. You just search NFL Rumors or NFL Rumors Podcast. You will find this podcast. And, and this offseason, we're breaking down literally everything. We're going to be breaking down predictions offseason uh free agent landings last season i think nfl rumors had like an over 85 percent accuracy rate when it came to predicting uh free agent signings so that's really impressive definitely yeah and, and one of the things is what our projections definitely last year was very very good uh, uh you know even uh i think the first season uh, we did it was about 80 percent this se- last season we ran about 85 which is you know pretty pretty decent yeah uh, yeah so uh definitely been featured on a couple things like uh espn uh with and uh espn radio a couple of times been fe- had some features there and on fox radio so definitely i think uh you know, we got some really great stuff coming up. A lot of free agents, guys. A lot of free agents. You know, you got, you know, potentially one off season, guys. In yeah. One off season, you could have Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, all move teams. Yeah. Here's here's an update on uh, <laughs> on Jadavion Clowney. He was told to stay home today. He's not practicing, and he's now inactive for Sunday. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, he, well, start free agent early, Jed. Oh, this is great. Yep. So you got that. Yep. You you definitely got that. And Jed and uh, Clowney will be playing with a de- another team. Definitely. He, he's basically good as done there now. Wow. Yep. Let me tell you something. Like I have heard. This is okay. just what I have heard. You know, and I know we'll we'll finish up here in a moment. Uh, but something I have heard over the last 24 hours mm-hmm. is 
the Browns coach might not be as safe as people think. I don't think he should be. No, and I think a lot of this is stem. Now, let's see, Clowney, I'm not saying that he's to say I'll do all on things, but Clowney has talked about, like, coaches having their back and things like that. And, you know, so that's one big area, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing, too, I mean, you got Deshaun Watson, who's came, done decent since he's come back. He's not got probably everything back yet, so let's just be honest there. Uh, Oh, for sure. But the Browns, I think that I've heard from a couple former former, uh, uh, people in the front office in the NFL, right? A couple people that have, have told us that, they don't like he is a sleeper on Black Monday. You think but, so? Yeah, he's, they said he was a sleeper on Black Monday. I talked to him as well, like as as we talked about a little bit about this, and just to give give you guys some heads up on it. Lovey Smith is kind of fifty fifty. That's what he said, mm-hmm. right? And this is coming from an XG NFL GM, and, but. Be, he said he thought Lovey Smith was 50 50 right now. Right. I you know, it that. just depends what happens with him. So, uh, you know, Lovey Smith have kept the Texans in a lot of games, but he would have to change his staff to stay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He would have to agree to change his staff. So, at least to stay. Uh, he also said it's a 50 50 chance on Steve Wilkes. Uh, I, I don't think Steve Wilkes remains. I'll be honest. I think he's done. I good. don't think so either. He's not a head I, coach. I think he's done good. He really has. He's done a good job bringing a locker room. But listen, it's not good when your owner goes and talks to Jim Harbaugh, right? Like the talks to a potential head coach about a coaching job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not good. That doesn't to me ring well. Uh. You got, I don't think Lovey Smith is going to be back though either. To be honest with you, yeah, he might not. Him. He might not. You know what I mean? Like he might not. They're they're getting a, a, a but you got to think of what he he was dealt. Though, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I think about what he's dealt. Like he he stayed in games with teams like the Chiefs, right? And you know he he he's got dealt a rough situation, man. So I real I really he is in a, yeah. yeah I know but. I don't know. I don't know. I, I agree with the. I agree with the former general manager that's fifty-fifty shot, right? I mean, he <laughs> could stay or he could go. So, like when you look at that, you know, you could have fifty-fifty shots on the Texans on Black Monday coming mm-hmm. up. Fifty-fifty shot on the Panthers. Uh, he said that he did not see Cliff Kingsbury returning. I, I don't know a single soul who thinks he's going to return. Yep, that's what he Cliff said. Kingsbury is good as done, dude. He did, he needed to be gone last year, but yeah. for some reason he they said, kept him. He said the only thing that would save him is the fact that Kyler Murray is going to be out for majority of the season, or halfway, right, at mm-hmm. least, and that but if they wanted somebody to ride the ship and reduce salary – Right, that was it. Uh, one other tidbit: I've been told too that the the Cardinals could really, really do a whole revamping, meaning they could really do a fire sale there. Right, 
And DeAndre Hopkins is one name that has came up. That really? he, yeah, that he could be somebody that's moved a contract that's moved in the offseason because they could be looking at reducing their contracts. Hmm. So DeAndre Hopkins, man, I, I honestly like think about teams that are really, really needing a wide receiver. And like you think honestly about teams like the Giants that will go all in. You think about teams like even I think even the Browns would consider going after Hopkins. The reason why is the Deshaun Watson, right? Playing yeah. with him already there. So yeah. that's I a mean, good. That could happen. They got Amari Cooper though. Yeah, that that would be a deadly combination. Oh, that would be. And you know, no matter where DeAndre Hopkins goes, he's a wide receiver one uh, automatically. He's so talented. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I know a lot of Texans fans say, hey, they want him back, right? And But DeAndre Hopkins uh, definitely one of the best in the league. To me, he's one of the top five still in the league easily. And uh, yep. I, th- I, think, uh, I think definitely he could have a change of scenery if the Cardinals decide to move on from contracts like they were talking. Uh, do you see anybody else, Tanner, before as we're getting ready to close out today? Do you see anybody else that's potentially uh gone on Black Monday? Man, I, there could be, yeah, I mean, several people. Uh, Jeff Saturday will be for sure. They Jeff Saturday, I think Lovey Smith is gone. Steve Wilkes, Cliff Kingsbury, so it's forward rightfully should be gone. Um, I know we're missing a few. Um, the Browns, Maybe the Browns might yeah, be five. Is it Stefanski? Yeah, the average is six every year. Who 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 are you thinking might be the six? Uh, I know there's one I'm blatantly missing right now. Uh, I am totally blanking. Remember, we do got a six team out there already that needs a coach, which is the Broncos. So yeah, that, oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Duh. It's gonna be the Broncos. That's a deal. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Broncos are already let him go, but that could be a, a situation. I'm gonna tell you, for me, uh, it might be the Chargers. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the Chargers. I'm saying there's tons of coaches that could and should be on the hot seat. What Staley's about the head coach, Dennis Allen? I think he deserves to be gone. Okay. Got Not you. saying. I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. He's gone. So we I mean a few that we mentioned here on Black Monday that you know could could be gone there uh definitely. Mm-hmm. The Bucks, man. I I've heard uh that Todd Bowles my, is not a head coach. But Byron Leftwich is definitely not going to be there unless something majorly changes while they're in the playoffs. Um, right. I see playoff, Todd Bowles right? gone. And if Byron Leftwich becomes a head coach, it's going to be the Bucks. Yeah. I think. Maybe they'll yeah. move him up. Um, yeah. I don't the even think a name to watch as always. Yeah. I, you know what? I think the Bucks. honestly, I think a team that really is monitoring Byron Leftwich is the Steelers. He played for the Steelers. He's got a relationship with their head coach. I think that's uh, something to watch. Oh, that's a hot take. Yep, I think it's <laughs> something to watch. 
You know, he worked with Ben Roethlisberger a whole lot. Yeah, uh, but he as a head coach, are you you talking about to watch as a head coach? No, to watch as OC. Okay, okay. So you think he'll leave as OC to go somewhere else as an OC? Yeah, I I don't know if he I don't know if the Bucks will retain him though as an OC. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh but you know, it just depends what he does in the playoffs. If he had honestly if he has a good playoff tanner, mm-hmm. uh I think you know he he'll stay. But if he don't, you know, some something just to what keep her eye on. Gotcha. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. All right, guys, so- we gotta we gotta transition into the wrap up here. Um once again, we appreciate you guys stopping by NFL Rumors, talking about all your latest news and rumors circling around the NFL every single week. <clears throat> excuse me, every single week. Um, do you have anything to finish up on today? No, I just want to say uh, we really do appreciate all the everybody at Pray for Demar Hamlin. Really appreciate all the critical care people that worked with them. And this was great news that we were able to give on the podcast today. Is update. Uh, um, we're still praying for the young man. And uh, we're, uh, you know, really, really happy to hear this news. And uh, it was it was really great. It was a great to get together to talk about the NFL. And it would be interesting to see what happens this week. And uh, definitely we'll keep on providing you with the Mar Hamlin updates there because we mm-hmm. want to give you the great news of how his story keeps going. Like, I, I, I hope he has one of the best stories in life that – we we have heard about yeah you know what i mean and they say right now he uh facetimed into a team meeting today so i think oh, everyone, wow. yeah everyone got to see him and hear him talk at least or at least was able to see that he could listen to them so that's wonderful crazy news. that is wild man wonderful news yep um guys just a just a great episode today i had a lot of fun talking today um tune in next week We'll be covering everything, especially, you know, as regular season winds down, postseason comes up. There's a lot to talk about every single week. You can catch us here on YouTube live every Friday morning. You can catch us uh, on on all your podcast platforms. Uh, we'll, episode 11 is going to be up on all pad, podcast platforms in like maybe half an hour. So, like I said, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, all these all these audio platforms you guys will uh, see us on. Awesome. Awesome. Good stuff. I mean, you know, I enjoyed the episode too. Make sure that you follow Tanner. Uh, he's got some really good stuff. He's been breaking some news as well. Uh, definitely. Uh, he, and I look for that to keep on continuing the off season. He's got a lot of good contacts. Uh, got to break the news on Peyton Hills. Make sure you follow him. Make sure you follow us. We're heading toward 190,000 followers. Nice. Hey, yep. So uh, just keep on, you know, we appreciate just following us and we, we're going to have some more content on our website. We're going to have newsletters. we got the YouTube channel. I mean, we're growing. The NFL Rumors uh, Network keeps on growing and growing. So uh, we're glad to have everybody here with us. Big things coming your way, guys, and we will see you next week. Much love. Take care, everybody. Yep. Much love. Thank right. you, guys. Have a good one. And this. Boom.